government officials. Welcome to the PIO Guy podcast, where we focus on tips and skills new public information officers will need to be successful in their new career. This is my first season with the podcast, and I invite you to sit back, take notes, and let's dive into PIO 101. All right. Welcome back to the PIO Guy. My name is Todd Harmison, and I am the host of the number eight podcast. I'm work, quickly working on my goal of getting 10 podcasts, so this weekend we will achieve that goal. But today is a beautiful day. Before we get to number 10, we've got to focus on number eight of our podcast. And number eight today is going to talk about the importance of social media monitoring. Now, social media monitoring is, is not something new. However, it is something that over the years has become more and more important to any crisis. We have to now monitor during times of crisis or during times of special events. We need to have social media monitoring going on. And what this post is, is literally a person that is armed with their computer um, and they are watching our agency, Facebook, Twitter, all of our different social media accounts. They're watching for the comments that are coming in. They're reviewing the comments. And in some cases, depending on how much latitude you give to this social media monitor, they may be able to respond to some questions, some comments that are out there that the public may be asking. You know, especially if it's something that you've already officially released in a prior statement, um, and then the social media monitor person is just reiterating your comment that you had already made or the, the statement that you had already released earlier in the incident. The social media monitor is also just watching overall social media. It doesn't have to be on your particular page. Maybe it's on a community page. Maybe it's, uh, you know, some, some local member of your community that has a lot of followers and they've posted on their Facebook page or their social media about something going on with the incident. It's important that this is another reason why we try to create hashtags for incidents. It makes it much easier for us to monitor that than just, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to look for a needle in a haystack. If not, somebody may be posting about the incident that's going on and without having a hashtag or they, if they do not post it directly to our page, it may be very difficult for us to find. But if we create these hashtags, then um, if citizens are using that hashtag in their post, it makes it easier for us to see it and, and be watching for their comments. Now, you may say, well, should we be watching their comments? That, that's a whole nother, a whole nother podcast that I not even want to get into today, but... You know, when I say watching, I'm just, I'm talking about the social media monitor is looking for comments of questions, themes. Is there a, a, uh, a concern out there that the public is, is voicing through social media about this incident? 
the social media monitor then brings data that he or she is gathering from the web, from social media, to the public information officer. And maybe we can curtail, or we can, not curtail, I'm sorry, maybe we can write our next press release to address the questions and the comments that are being said in, in public forums and in public social media comments. A perfect example of using social media monitor. I, uh, for several years, I worked on the Thunder over Louisville uh, public as a public information officer. And that event brings in million plus people for the day along the banks of the river in, in Louisville, Jeffersonville, Clarksville, both sides. And uh, we set up through our incident management team at the command post, we had a person that their job was social media monitoring. And um, about midway through a Saturday, a couple years ago, the, incident, or the, uh, the event was going very well. And the social media monitor started seeing chatter on people's posts uh, on Twitter and Snapchat and, and Facebook about trash in the park. And people couldn't find trash cans and people are just throwing their trash down on the ground. So the social media monitor took that information to the PIO who took that information to the incident commander and the incident commander made the decision to get with public works Sorry, and let's get more trash cans moved to this particular park. That's a very small scale example, but it, it, it perfectly demonstrates how the social media monitor fits into the incident management team. He or she was watching social media. He saw chatter of a problem, took it to the PIO, who took it to the incident commander. The incident commander assessed the data that he was being given, made the decision that we needed to act upon it, and by acting, we needed to have more trash cans made available for the public to use. The incident commander got with the public works manager, public works, and told the public works manager, this is what we need. The public works manager got with his staff. They delivered more trash cans into the park. Problem resolved. Trash picked up. People were no longer chattering about where do I put my trash at. So if you take that now, magnify that concept to a large fire, whether it's a, the fire in Richmond that's going on right now as I, as I talk about this podcast, or you know the train derailment in eastern Ohio, or a hurricane, or the aftermath of a tornado, we should be monitoring social media during times of crisis as a communications tool to reach the public. When we're putting out press releases, the public is talking about that through social media. That's how people talk today. They type their comments. They type their questions. If we're doing our social media monitoring properly, we're watching for those hashtags. We're watching for uh, keywords like the town name or tornado or, you know, fire, you know, and, and we're sorting social media by the date of when those comments were made, we're able to then capture what the public is asking. 
we're able to capture what the public is thinking. And then we develop additional public information statements or we deploy additional resources to combat that thought or those thoughts or those comments from the public. It's a great way to handle it. So in my uh, blogging, I last I think it was last week, so that would have been uh, about the 7th of April. I did I posted an article about social media monitoring. I really encourage uh, if this is something that you're not doing right now to go take a look at it. Read my blog. Um what what I think is also important about the blog is it gives you some ideas on who to get to do this social media monitoring. In many cases, just like my agency at the police department, I'm a one officer band here. You know, I'm, I'm trying to push out information on social media. I'm trying to write uh, press statements to give to the media, push out information to the public. And now I've got to be watching for what the public's writing back to me during a crisis. I don't have time for that, nor do most public information officers. So in my blog, and you can find that by going to my website, thepioguy.com, check out the blog on social media monitoring. Give some great resources for volunteers, people that, and they don't even have to be in your community. It's amazing. Facebook works no matter where you're at in the world. TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat. The person needs a computer and access to your phone number to communicate when he or she sees something. So probably a really good idea is maybe to have that social media monitor that doesn't live nearby. Maybe they live in a different part of the country. Because if it's a massive tornado and your social media manager um, lives just, or not your social media manager, your social media monitor lives right down the road from you, what are the likelihood that if your community is devastated by a tornado, that that social media monitor is not is is likely going to be impacted as well, you know. So there there is a lot of thought there to bringing in people from other parts of the country or you know other parts of the state. Maybe your social media monitor is the PIO that you've networked with, that you became friends with that. You know, it's two counties away, 30 miles away. Maybe you could in, in get them to be your social media monitor. But again, it's through that networking that you have those resources. You know how to reach that person. And you can get them in an emergency to do your social media monitoring. So, be sure to check out my website, www.thepioguy.com, for more tips, tidbits, and tricks to improve your crisis communication skills. Stay safe, stay informed, and stay engaged.